1995 for any Linux. Yeah, don't mind you taking me to the river, but don't you dare drop me in this morning. What do you reckon, Max Steinkamp? Steinkamp, I should say. How are we going? I'm trying to get my tongue around that. Tut tut. I'm good. I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm great, thank you, mate. Uh, yeah, as always, uh, it's Friday morning. What's not to love? Exactly. It's pretty much the end of the week. Well done for everyone who's got here. It's, uh, gosh. Gosh. It's been an interesting week, it uh, has, to say yes, the least. It has. Um, uh, as we said just before, you chuck the microphones on. I'm going to try and steer clear of, you know, there's a little bit of election, but that's like next week will be very election heavy. Mm, so yeah. we're going to, to try and just give it a, a bit of a, a rest this week before it all kicks into gear very heavily, very, okay. very heavily next well, week. Well, let's start with uh, some election news and we'll uh, cover that and then move on to some other exciting things that may be happening in the valleys. Absolutely. So there's, um, you know, we've got three profiles for the three you know, major candidates in today's paper. Um, so, you know, you're, you're pre-polling or anything, feel free to check them out. Have a gander and there'll also be, there's pre-polling open on Wyndham Street. Another one opening at the old Oakey's warehouse yeah, uh, from in, Monday. Uh, in Lorraine Avenue. That's starting next Monday, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that starts yeah. on Monday um, next week. So if you want to go vote inside the old toy warehouse, you want to walk inside the dog and vote, um, that's what I'll be doing because it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, that sounds good. Yeah, so the the um, the one thing I will talk about election-wise was just something utterly bizarre yesterday. Okay, um, we like a bit of bizarre. We do, we do. So we love a good election stunt um, mm. where, you know, they set up, you know, Rob, Rob Priestley had one a little while ago where he sent uh, homing pigeons to race against um, text messages to release them at the same time that people sent texts and, and see who got there first. And uh, Sam Burrell from the Nats, um, he got a few senior Liberals. He got David Littleproud, Bridget McKenzie and Michael McCormack um, all in town together yesterday. So they... Uh, you know, we're at the train station and we're going to cop on the train, come to Shepparton, um, get off the train and talk about rail funding. Um, but the train had been cancelled. Whoops. <laughs> so uh, they, they told me they'd, they'd called up yesterday <laughs> and they'd made sure the train was running and then mm. they were sitting on the station thinking, where's the train gone? Good and, old uh, line. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, very ironic and very funny. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just... To go back a little bit, I have to ask you the question, who won in the previous stunt you were talking about, the pigeons or the text messages? Um, I believe some of the pigeons got there before. Uh, they're out at Wunyu <laughs> in, a, in a black spot, so the oh, text dear. messages weren't getting anywhere all that fast. Hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, well, that certainly, uh, I guess, illustrates the point. Exactly. That's why yeah. we love a good election stunt. You exactly. get the photo of the pigeons all flying out of their coup and... Um, you know, getting off the train and, you know, talking about rail funding is, is a nice image. And then when it doesn't quite yeah, come when together... Yeah, when it doesn't quite work the... out. And in the meantime, you've invited all the media to come along and witness yeah, so that it didn't work. Exactly. You've got to stand around and then they, they hop out of the car and walk yeah. onto the train station. Um, and then the funding that they were talking about was two years old as well. Right. There, was, there was no mm. new funding. So okay. um, it smelled a bit of a, an opportunity to get <laughs> some senior national members in, in a photo and... Um, trying to get that, mm. um, just kind of pass a wicketkeeper. <laughs> yes, which that was, one went straight through to the keeper. Yeah, which truly. Is a, a very interesting um, stunt. And um, mm. yeah, they they weren't talking too much about 
you know the actual seat itself and the obviously it's, it's tightly contested and yeah um, no it's going to be very interesting but uh, yeah maybe moving on from that what else has been happening in the valley space um, so we had a few um impressive milestones in the sport uh fraternity this week mm-hmm. um in that we had um local umpiring legend james mcleod notches up 400 games wow. um in the yellow or white yellow red whatever they're wearing on the weekend um this weekend, so he's been behind the goals for quite some time, um, and it was nice that uh, the sports boys gave him a bit of a wrap up, because um, often the the umpires, the men and women in yellow, don't don't get as much of a shout out. But that's right, and I tell you what, they've got to run all the time mm. from end to end as the um, ball goes. Yeah, the players stand if you're a full forward, you're sort of waiting for the ball to come. You don't yeah. want to be at the full back position, but the umpires have got to do the whole box and dice. Yeah, well, so I, I play, you know, work hard. Yeah, I, I play fullback badly um, most oh, weekends. I'm sure it isn't and, badly, but uh, who do you um, play for, mate? I, I'm playing for Chef East. Oh, good um, on you. But, yeah, yeah I, I don't tend to leave the goal square all that much, and when I do, I'm certainly not leaving the 50-metre arc. So. No, well, you're a defender. Exactly. So, yeah. It's my re- responsibility, I say, tugging at the shirt collar <laughs> and, <laughs> and covering for the fact that I just don't particularly want to run all that far. Ah, uh, um, well, but, yeah, sounds good. Um, good on the arms, and, well, longevity as well. Um, Wendy Sidebottom out at the road, um, 550 games last weekend. That's netball? Netball, yeah. Wow. Which? 550 games. That's a lot of games. You are not wrong. I'm, I'm not a numbers man, but 550 is a, a big number. Well, divided by roughly 25, that's a lot of years, I've got to it tell you. It is a lot of years. So she, she played it, you know, it was a, a C-grade or C-reserve game on the weekend. Mm. Um, she wanted no fanfare, no fuss. Um, speaking to, to Zach Standish, um, who wrote the story, he went up to her after the game and she, she was a bit surprised that somebody wanted to speak to her about the milestone. Gee, um, I tell you what, I'll... I reckon there's not too many people uh, anywhere in the Golden Valley or anywhere in the Murray Valley either who've uh, notched up that many netball no, games. No, I, I certainly wouldn't think so. Um, yeah. But, yeah, an outstanding achievement and certainly yeah, one wrong. I thought was worth mentioning. Um, and the Cats, Maroopna Cats, have unveiled a heritage jersey um, this week. So you can head to um, Ms Shepney's website or check out the paper today to, to see a photo of it. Um, but they got um, club legend Leo Dwyer to come back and and wear the old one and and kind of model it um, for the cameras um, and yeah very still an interesting character um, yeah, Leo had a bit of back and forth with um with one of their forwards um, Harry Neald is it hang on I've just scrolled down Chris Neald sorry okay um, you know where Leo was talking about you know our time back in the fifties where we were playing tat and I kicked all eight goals on the day that we lost. And um, Harry kind of quit back. Oh, we, we had that a few weeks ago where I kicked eight out of 13 and, and we still won. And he's like, oh, that sounds more impressive than me just kicking all eight <laughs> of our goals on one day. Yeah, oh, um, good little backwards and forwards. It's always uh, heaps of fun, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I believe that, uh, well, I'm sure, actually, I had Greg James in the studio earlier in the week and he's saying that uh, there are Indigenous rounds coming up and he's designed, uh, with some help, of course, Jumpers for the umpires, Indigenous, oh, okay. as well as for the uh, the players will, of course, have their own oh, Indigenous. that's fantastic. Is that but Greg's jumped in because he does a bit of goal umpiring as well. Yep. And he has helped out 
uh, in that regard. So that's uh, good stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic. I yeah. love that you know local clubs are now starting to get on board with the Indigenous round and, mm. and designing their own jumpers. Kyabrams last year looked absolutely incredible. Um, it's one of the best jumpers at any level I've seen wow. ever. It was, okay. it was fantastic. So, yeah, fingers crossed that uh, that continues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what well, else is going on, Max? Well, so we had um, in the arts world, uh, out at Murchison, there was a... Um, there was an exhibition for the late Liz Ewart, um, which opened last Saturday. Um, so um, Heather Ewart, a former, oh, current ABC Backroads presenter, she was in town to help launch her sister's um, exhibition. It was a pottery exhibition and she, you know, reasonably well-known across the region. Mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, that was, that was really nice um, to see and, you know, sounded like an, a lovely event. Yeah, um, no, it sounds great. And it's good to see it would have, uh, if it was on uh, a bit of national coverage, maybe as well, at least Victoria-wide coverage would have been good. Yeah, no, certainly. It's um, certainly nice to see that sort of thing. Um, and we also had White Night. The date for that is locked in. Okay. So We're waiting with bated breath June for that 20, one. June 25, they've locked it in. They still haven't locked in, or, or well, if they have, they haven't told us, um, you know, what exactly will be that... Um, be on lit, show and be lit where, up and so yeah, on. Where, yeah, where it'll be and what'll be lit up and exactly how it'll all work. But at least we've got a date. And, yeah. Uh, someone in the in the the premier's office or in in the Victorian government office has run some numbers and reckons that thirty thousand people will be staying here that night, which Ooh. seems like a lot. Well, like, I'm I, uh, good luck with finding enough beds. But yeah, uh, so yeah, it's see, a lot of people, and that's um, great. Uh, Kim O'Keefe did tell me a few weeks ago our mayor. Uh, a similar figure so interesting to see how that does play out mm, because I, I can see how you'd you know you'd put it into a formula that figures out how many people turn up to each thing but then you kind of look at the practicality of housing 30 30,000 people somewhere in Shepparton and we don't have that many hotels yeah no uh, but I'm I'm sure all the hotels and motels we do have will be chockers but yeah I'm also sure it's not going to cover 30,000. Absolutely. But, so uh, that, yeah, that was then it. we've got a chica and so on around, I suppose. People will stay in different places. Mm, but uh, I think maybe the formula is based on the drawing capacity in Melbourne where they've got Potentially. Or it's just the drawing capacity without taking into consideration. But, yeah, it was just a figure that jumped out at me this mm. week that, again, they're yeah. sticking with it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> interesting. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, interesting. We'll, we'll see how it plays out on the 25th of June anyway. So only, uh, what? five weeks away yeah not far at all Mm. not far at all sounds Um, great so we've also got uh funeral prices uh hiking up as well um darren Linton did a story this week um you know the example there the cost of a a plot at pine lodge is going to go up from three and a half grand to just over five thousand dollars which i didn't realize it was that jump yeah um Absolutely, and then like a family arranged cremation is going up from eight twenty to seventeen hundred. So they're they're big jumps, especially for you know, families in a, a really tough spot, um, grieving a loved one. Yeah. Um, so that's certainly a, a yeah big jump, and there you know there's been urges for or calls for the um, the state health minister to get involved and to to make sure you know that that's not something that'll be mm. facing regional Victorians. Well, you can kind of understand a ten percent jump in just a the figure out of the air, but I mean, you're talking roughly 50% jumps, and that is huge yeah. no, in it's, anything. It's, it's massive, and yeah. Um, yeah, certainly, like, I know space is obviously an issue um, for the living as well as the dead, but, you know, you'd think that that's a, that's a, a fair amount to get slugged. Um, yeah. Oh, 
look, just as a personal opinion, too much altogether, in in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Max, we shall leave it there. Thank you very much. It's seven to eight, and I'm sure Terry will uh, chat with you next week, and we'll do uh, you will do the week that was absolutely once again. Thank you, Peter. Yeah. Max Steinkamp. Thank you so much from the ship news of course and you can check out the ship news today to find out exactly what's gone on in our area yesterday